I went to a weird party on Saturday night. You didn't invite me? It was a friend's 50th birthday, and the way she chose to celebrate it was it was the 34th anniversary of her Sweet 16. So she was casting it back to 1980, whatever that would be, 81. Uh So all the food and music and everything was from 1981. A horrible music year, by the way. That's like the beginning of a you new know, wave. There was a little bit. There was like, come on, Eileen. Was it, and they might have cheated a little bit with the years. I, no, come on, Eileen probably was about 81 or 82. But yeah, it was not my kind of, it was not my favorite period of music. 1984 being the best year for music. Is that true? Yeah. Why is that? Michael Jackson? Well, Michael Jackson, Madonna, Cindy Lauper, Girls mm. Just Want to Have Fun. Mm. And then you had the kind of the best of Depeche Mode mm. and uh, Van Halen's 1984. The best of Depeche Mode. And then you also had the beginnings of... Is that not of, oxymoronic? <laughs> no. And you also had the beginnings of hip-hop hitting mainstream, like with Run DMC. Can you, can you, can you rap? Just a little bit for I'm us the here. king of rock. There is none higher. All the other MCs can call me sire. James. 1984. That was so... I'm <laughs> chilled with everything. Look, and the movies Breakin' and Beat Street, okay, which had Did you like, look tea. up 1984 on your computer <laughs> no, I'm just, just remember, now? I'm just remembering from 10th grade. I was in 10th what grade. What else then. do you remember from 10th grade? Um, I probably asked out about 15 different girls and all of them rejected me. Well, that was good preparation for life? Uh, yes, it was. Let me ask you this. Were their rejections legit? If you can call a beautiful, uh, young lady rejecting an acne-scarred, four-eyed, braces, messy hair... Uh, freakish-looking person, uh, legit rejection, then yes. So if you could transport or teleport your current self back to your, what was that, 15-year-old self? Yeah. What do you What do you do differently? What do you tell your 15-year-old self to do differently? Uh, you know, people always ask that, and we've discussed this before a little bit, but I would do absolutely nothing different. You might find a different dermatologist. It sounds like he wasn't very good. No, no, Dr. Orentreich. Oh, uh, Dr. Orentreich? Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of him. <laughs> He he was advertising on all the subways at the time. Maybe he still is. I don't know. I just uh, know Dr. Zizmore. No, it wasn't him. You know, he's, you know he's Jonathan no, Zizmore? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which is a very onomatopoeic, ultra-crepidarianist name. Kind, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of funny because I have a lot of Facebook friends who I notice are Facebook friends with him. With so Dr. Zizmore? Yeah, I'm like two degrees of separation, as are you probably, from Dr. Are, Zizmore. Are your Facebook friends uh, perhaps dermatology fans or dermatologists themselves? One of them is maybe I'm just thinking maybe I'm kind of like honing in on that one. Right. So, what do you what do you call that when you mistake the one for the many? Um, Delusion. Su- super strong powers of deduction <laughs> and induction. James, I have a question for you, which is not unrelated to this um, brief conversation we just had, which I enjoy very much. And the question is: This comes from what year was the best? Is that the question? Not yet. No. This, I think we answered it. This is a question comes from uh, Janet Yu, who tweeted to us at QOD, and she writes, "What's worse, regretting something you've done or regretting not having done something at all?" I think both are really bad. I think regret. In other words, you have to do everything and then not regret anything. Well, I just think that I don't like the word regret. Regret strikes me as what I call time traveling. So when you regret, 
you're totally living in the past as opposed to like right now. And you're thinking, oh, what could I have done differently in the past? So this is completely has nothing to do with um, living a kind of happier, better life right now. Unless you're kind of, regret has nothing to do with learning from your mistakes. It's just kind of like regret implies you're feeling bad about them. So you're just kind of stealing and, and anxiety does the same thing as well. So anxiety is the same thing as regret, but future-focused. So you're basically telling this person that her question is irrelevant. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying maybe there's a better question, which is how can I have more energy? So regret or anxiety will never give you, will never solve your future problems and will, and will only steal energy away from your present moment. So I would say, instead of saying regret, say, okay, what did I learn from this experience? Or even better, what am I grateful for in this experience? And the same thing with anxiety. So we're so bad at predicting the future. Like someone you know, asked me a year ago, or someone asked me the other day, did I set goals a year ago and, and what happened? And the answer is, yeah, I set goals and none of them came true. And yet five or six other amazing things that I never could have predicted actually did happen. So we're really horrible at like predicting the future just like we're really horrible at, uh, you know, thinking about the past in a useful way that can help us solve problems in the future. So I'm saying don't use the word regret in a question. Fair, fair, I, I note your distinction, and I think that's a valuable distinction. But Because I'm the king of rock! <laughs> but but let's, let's imagine that this person hadn't chosen to frame the question in the form of regret or not, right? Yeah. And let's just say that she talked about it more in terms of like, you know, a choice set and I've got a choice set and I decide to go forward with something that works out poorly. And then there's other choices in that choice set that I decide to not pursue. So to me, it's about kind of an opportunity cost equation. Sure. But we still, because of our lack of ability to predict, and I'm sure everybody could, could relate to that because of our lack of ability to, to predict how do I know what different choices I could have made that would have made my life better? I hear you, but I think it's a useful thought experiment, useful exercise. Sure. And here's why. To learn from mistakes. Well, um, okay, so to learn from mistakes implies that we're talking about the thing you did that didn't work out well, but I feel an even more important thought exercise that anybody can do all the time. And this is not even the thought exercise. This is more like practice. I feel that most people... And not just people, but institutions, corporations, governments particularly, are not very good at measuring opportunity cost or even thinking about opportunity cost. Uh, I agree with that. And I think, uh, but again, I would say um, that's part of analyzing what happened in the past, what were, and, and kind of measuring, if you can, what those opportunity costs were. Like, for instance, hmm, if I didn't go to college, that would have been less right. debt. Mm-hmm. That would have been four years I maybe could have started a career with if that was possible at the time. You know, th- going through the exercise still might not help me, but going through the exercise is not such a bad thing. And seeing how, without feeling regret or anxiety, how this maybe could fuel my decisions today for going forward. Take a moment to listen to this message while we figure out where this answer is headed. I am so excited because we've been doing this in this studio like this, but now we're going to do a live question of the day podcast at the Bell House in Brooklyn on January 14th at 7 p.m. You sound excited. 
I am very excited because you and I... feel I, like your heart is racing. Maybe I want to be social. I want to meet the people I who are listening great. to this podcast. I think they want to meet you too. So January 14th, 7 p.m. We also have a special guest who will be a moderator, Nagin Farsad, the oh, comedian. Oh, she a moderator too? Well, I think she'll moderate since we need a lot of moderation. Come to Brooklyn on, what's the day? Thursday, January 14th exactly. at 7 p.m. Don't screw it up, Stephen. TheBellHouseNY.com for tickets. Thanks. <laughs> So if I were to answer Janet's question, what's worse, regretting something, even though, James, you don't like the concept of regret, regretting something. And I don't either, by the way. I think um, there's a quote from somewhere that I've always liked, no indecision, no regret, which is incredibly impractical, but I like it. Wait, wait, let me think about that because I'm slow today. No indecision. No indecision. And by indecision, I think that means like, you know, so like flip-flopping. So like just don't make a decision about anything. No, 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 and no, you no, don't no, have anything no, no, no. That's, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I think it means like make up your mind and do it. And then no regret. So like I said, it's an impractical oh, aphorism, yeah. but I still like it. But when she says, what's worse, regretting something you've done or regretting not having done something at all, I argue, for me at least, and I think for a lot of people, it's the latter. It's regretting. That's worse for me. And in part because it's the kind of thing that's non-obvious. We don't really put a benefit on opportunities lost necessarily. But I think that— Well, I just want to add to that then what you said. So Warren Buffett, who's talking about investing— People say, what was your biggest investment mistake? And he says, none of my investments have been my biggest investment mistakes. My biggest investment mistakes have been mistakes of omission, mm-hmm. where he didn't go into some good investment. But that's, you know, again, you you don't know until later. Sure. That's only in hindsight do you know that. And you can't then waste time regretting it at, in hindsight. Well, but then once you have enough life experience to see that there are paths that you could have taken or decisions you could have made that might have been really fruitful— when future choices like that come up, you'll think about them more thoroughly or in a different way, I think. Yeah, I, think that's I, one, agree. I think that's one of the few ways in which uh, age and aging are uh, a huge net positive because in most ways, you know, physically and mentally and cognitively and whatever, people kind of tend to deteriorate from the time they're 25 or 30. But experience is, is really valuable in a, in a realm like that, I would argue. I, I agree, and I think... Um we're agreeing too much today. No, no. <laughs> I think it leads to two byproducts of that, which is listen more to people older than you because they just simply have been through more life experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think Louis C.K. makes a joke like, for instance, they took a bus to Rochester. <laughs> you know, they... I can't that was a good it. one. <laughs> so they have they have more life experiences. They can They can potentially teach you more. And also, I think this is a good argument for reading. Because then you read a book, you not only, you know, maybe get the wisdom and experience of someone older than you, you get an entire curated life in, that you could absorb in two or three days that could benefit your decisions going forward. So this is all ways to kind of gain experience without experiencing mm. them. All right, James. So let me ask you, we'll take this general conversation that we've just had. And I want to make it really specific for one minute. Tell me something that you've done that you greatly regret. Uh, I do, so the first time I made a little bit of money and then I made a lot of bad decisions and lost all of it and lost my home, was so, went broke, uh, really damaged my relationships with my family, both parents and grandparents and kids and everything. 
Uh, I really regret that. Although, if what I, was if, the if, thing that you regret? Not losing the money per se. It was doing things that resulted in losing the money. I assume, right? Yeah, yeah. What, what was the motivator that you regret? Was it that you wanted to I go like, from having a lot to a whole, 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 whole lot? Was yeah, that the issue? yeah? I thought when I had a certain amount, and it should have been enough that you know was good, um, particularly for me at that age. I thought I needed right away to make like. 10 times that and or and I thought like I wasn't like a real human being unless I made 10 times that and the problem with trying to make 10 times your money when you're using your entire life savings is that it's extremely risky and when you take those kinds of risks with your entire life savings and you have no experience in really growing money you're going to you know 99% of the time lose and I lost but sorry to keep picking at this wound but is the thing that you regret most that you were motivated to make so much more than you already had because you were now in a circle of people for whom that was the same desire or maybe they were already at that level. Was that what you really regret is that you felt you needed to be someone beyond yourself? Uh, I would say that was part of it, like maybe 10 to 20%. But why was I in that circle is because I didn't feel making money won't fill that hole of loneliness and insecurity and fear that we all kind of wake up with in the morning. So other things have to do it. And so I do regret not working on myself a little more as opposed to working on external things like making more money, which I didn't understand mm. was just not as important as I thought, particularly after I first made some money. It didn't need to be that important to me. And uh, uh, But I don't regret now. I, I don't really... Re that's why I still say regret's the wrong word because my life changed in many ways and... I'm grateful for the ways in which it's changed. And I have no idea what would have happened otherwise. All right, and one last question for you today, which is the flip side of that, which is what's something that you failed to do, a decision that you, when when you didn't pursue something that you, and again, I'm careful, I don't want to use the word regret now because I know you don't like it, but something that you really wish you had done, some path you wish you had pursued that you didn't, some decision yeah. you wish to make, maybe a relationship you wish you'd pursued. So I had an opportunity to, uh, this is just like a real, this is also related to money, but I had an opportunity to invest in a business called Oingo. Do you know what Oingo is? I don't. Okay, so Oingo. Do they make pig products? That would be Oingo. Very similar. So Oingo helps um, rank uh, words based on how many people search on those words. Okay. And I said to myself and my partners, this is a waste. Uh, who can invest in the search engine business? It's a dead industry. This is like in the year 2000. And Oingo changed their name to Applied Semantics. They got bought um, by Google for 1% of Google stock. And then they became 99% of Google's revenues, even to this day. And uh, that 1% in Google, of course, would be worth like 4 or $5 billion. And uh, I, had a, I had an opportunity for relatively cheap to maybe buy half that company. So, again, it's just a financial thing. But if I want to regret a sin of omission, uh, that was certainly an omission that I had an actual decision-making power on. And I decided a, a $2.5 billion potential mm. reverse decision. You could have been an oingus. I could have been. Hey, James, that was fun. We'll hear a clip from the next QOD right after this. Do you love our show? Do you love Amazon? Well, we have a way that you can support our show and the network that brings us to you, Earwolf.com, while also enjoying your usual Amazon shopping. The next time you want to shop at Amazon, don't go to Amazon.com. Take the insider route instead. Go to Earwolf.com slash Amazon 
That'll take you to the same Amazon you know and love with all the great Amazon.com prices you know and love, but you'll also help us out by helping us support our show. You don't have to pay an extra dime, but question of the day gets credit from Amazon and it really adds up and helps us keep the engineers happy and the microphones turned on. Here's a peek at what we have in store for you next time on Question of the Day. What are some easy ways to train your brain and become smarter every day? How do you? What question is that? Now, this is a question that comes Would from Quora. Would you make that up? 2,400 people are following this question on Quora. So people clearly want to hear how... Well, gonorrhea is really popular, too. That spreads fast. Is that saying it's a great thing? Well, it's saying a lot Actually, of people... Actually, I don't know. Do people still have gonorrhea? Be-